you guys. I'm so grateful to have Mr. Jesse Butler with us. If you guys haven't heard of him before, you're going to be in for a treat because he's not only an amazing artist, but he has a great heart. And he's going to tell you guys more about his story. Um, growing up in Potsdam, New York, um, pretty much, if you can think of Potsdam, it's kind of a smaller town in New York, if you guys haven't heard of it before. Um, he grew up as an only child and he learned to keep himself entertained. And one of the things he mentioned um, when we talked is that he grew up listening to bands like Guns N' Roses. He loved Michael Jackson, Nickelback, Bon Jovi. That was the music he listened to with his mom. But with his father, he listened to artists like Dolly Parton and John Denver. And these are all amazing artists. If you guys haven't heard of them, you must be under rock because I love all the artists that he mentioned. And when he was around 14 years old, he discovered um, that he wanted to really become that artist <laughs> and be connected more into like some of our new age artists like Shawn Mendes, um, Mr. Justin Bieber, of course, and John Mayer. And he currently performs at Open Mic Nights. And we're glad to have you here, Jesse, on Black Canvas. Hey, how are you? I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. Well, we're glad to have you here. And I love talking to not only new artists and up and coming rising stars, but just people who have genuinely great stories and personalities and things that we can all connect to. And I think me talking with you before, I can tell that you definitely have a lot of wisdom and things you've gone through, especially recently, I think has really reshaped who you are. Um, so I want to first start off with my first question. Oh, yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Uh, I'm just glad that you're here. Um, my first. Yeah, thank you no, so much. No problem. Um, so, Jesse, my first question is, um, what city were you <laughs> born in? Of course, you kind of talk about Potsdam, but kind of to explain to the our listeners, the city you were born in and how you living there has shaped your core values. Yeah, so I grew up in a small town called Potsdam, New York. Um, so, but I lived right on the town line. So Canton, New York and Potsdam, New York are two neighboring towns. And I grew up right on the town line of Potsdam. So I was closer to Canton High School. So I went to Canton High School, but living in Potsdam. Um, yeah, just this small town like atmosphere just really installed a lot of small town, small town um, values into me about like helping your neighbor and just in general, just being there for others and just helping in any way you can. A lot of, uh, we have a lot of cookouts, my family and I have a really big family. My, um, my father was one of 12. So we grew up, I grew up with lots of cousins. My mom was one of six. So I had lots of, lots of family around. It was just an all around loving environment up here in the North country, up in up, upstate New York. And I just learned at a young age just to uh, respect your neighbor and help out any way you can. And I carry that a lot through my music, too. I like to um, just with my music, I like to make people feel something rather than it be for like some status or I just with my music, I like to make people feel something when I perform or when they listen to my music. So, yeah. So a lot of like small town, small town values. Um. Yeah, just installed me at a young age. And that's great that you had not only two parents who came from two different backgrounds, but having a big eclectic family that believes in in that type of environment of kind of sharing love and support and honesty. And and that's great. Um, I know a lot of, of my listeners may or may not have gone through that type of childhood, but having a two-parent home 
where you have love and support and you have those other family members who believe in your dreams. I think that can definitely propel a lot of artists into their own levels of success. Um, but kind of going into success, who were one of your major musical influences growing up that kind of made you wanted to go into the music business? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Um, Shawn Mendes and, uh, Justin Bieber and John Mayer. Um, yeah, when I was about 14 is when about Shawn Mendes started really blowing up. And I was just very inspired by the way he'd move the crowd and like make the way he would make people feel with his music. And that's just like to the core. That's what I believe. in. I want to make people feel a certain way when I perform or when they listen to my music. So that was a really big thing with me with Shawn Mendes and which is like the pulp the pop culture with Justin Bieber and John Mayer. Um, John Mayer was a little older, obviously older than me. So I had to go back and like find a whole bunch of his older stuff, his music in the early two thousands. And um, I really gravitated towards the song gravity. I used to listen to that song all the time. It really just the guitar in it and the way it made you feel. That was a really big like stepping moment in my life to decide that's what I wanted to do. I agree. I love John Mayer and I have a couple of people I've interviewed who've said John Mayer is like one of their musical influences. Gravity is just a song in and of itself, but you know, a song that's kind of that most people wouldn't think I would like, but I really liked was a song he did with Katy Perry when they were actually dating who you love. It was a really great song. Yeah. Yes, that song was, at the time, like, it just showed, it doesn't matter who you love, it's just about the love you have for someone. It doesn't matter if it, if you're LGBTQ+, plus or if you're, doesn't matter, you love who you love, you know? Right, and I, the, I just always respect inclusivity and, and supporting everyone and, and understanding that music is what heals us, and John Mayer was just always one of those artists that you just knew when he performed. He didn't have to say a word, but like just him playing his guitar, just, you know, a lot of the influence. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was just the way, I don't know if you know the song Neon by John Mayer, but just the intro to that song. That yet. Oh, you'll, you'll have to check that one out. Um, if any of the listener any of the listeners haven't listened to Neon, just the intro of itself, the guitar, I could just listen to that for hours, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love John. I mean, I, I I think that the artists today can learn so much from artists before. See, I go way back, like if I listen like to Johnny Mitchell, I love Jimi Hendrix. Like there's a lot of artists that I could listen to that are amazing. Um, Prince, of course, just the consummate professional. But when I look at just artists today and what we hear on the radio, you know, I would love to see a lot more variety that we just aren't getting at this time. But I mean, Justin Bieber is a great example, which you said of how mm -hmm. his career has kind of shifted. When you think of Peaches, um, when you think of, you know, Yummy, like he's done all kind of stuff where when he first started, you know, was more bubblegum pop, I would say, when he first began. But, like, he's really matured with his music. And, you know, a lot of people can just hear, you know, when you hear him on the radio, you just can't believe, like, that's Justin Bieber, you know. And I love it. Yeah, I definitely think his his music now, I just feel it's more true. 
You know what I mean? Back when, back in like 2010 and 2009 when it got started, I feel like it was more, I don't know, it was kind of like a little more synthetic than the stuff he makes now. I just feel the music he makes now is just, he really connects with it more and it's just more, it just sounds more true, you know? I agree. And I think that's when I listen to his music, I, I immediately am transcended to listening to artists like you, like who have that same talent and ability. I just think that it's just more the backing, to be honest. Like a lot of people have more sponsors or people in the following um, and you're not anywhere, you know, less than where he is as far as talent wise. But sometimes just about people getting the name out there and for people to say, Hey, I like this person or getting kind of like a viral hit, which many artists today, especially with TikTok, they're getting a lot of their success from those viral hits or people hearing this song or using it to do a dance to it. And then it becomes really popular. So I really believe in your talent. And I think like you, you have a lot of great talent that people need to hear for sure. Oh, thank you, man. That means so much. Thank you. Oh, no problem. So what's one thing you've learned so far? Um, I know you and I've talked about losing a loved one. And if you, care to elaborate but what's one thing you've learned about losing someone that really means the most to you and how has your life shifted um since that loss yeah so a few months ago my my cousin committed suicide and it just really just grabbed me and brought me back down to earth and just to think that you never know what someone is going through in their day-to-day and that's why I always try to, whoever I meet, whether they're a stranger, I've known them my whole life. I try to te- um, meet them with the utmost respect and treat them as if I wanted them to treat me, you know? And I just try, because like I said, you don't know what people are going through in their personal lives, their relationships, their family lives. I was actually in high school, we had this speaker come and he was talking about when he was in college, um, he was watching this student, just like himself, one of his peers, walking through, and um, he dropped his books. And people walk, people were just walking by and not helping him, and he stopped and actually helped, picked up his books for him. And uh, he, so they started talking, and he got the guy's number, and they started becoming friends. And about a month or two or three into – their friendship, he texted me and said, Hey man, do you remember when you helped me pick up my books? That one time I dropped them on the quad. He said, yeah. Um, he said that really saved me because I was actually on my way to my dorm room to hang myself. And that kindness that you showed me just made me realize that I'm not alone and there actually are good people out there. And that really hit me hard when he, uh, when he was, telling that story and from that point on I just try to always tell people tell my younger um, cousins tell anyone I know just whoever you meet you never know what they're going through or what's going on in their life so I try to always just treat people with utmost respect and just be kind wow I mean that that just hit me really hard because I have lost some friends and people to completing suicide and, and that has been really a hard thing for me. Um, that's one of the reasons definitely in my career as a counselor, I wanted to become certified in trauma and grief because 
of that experience and just knowing how hard it was to move past what you experienced. And and one thing I learned, especially in in trainings, is that it's not about just moving on. It's about learning to accept the things you have control of, but also being aware um, of and being attuned with what other people are showing you in those small signs. Because there's things that we just miss because we're so used to just going about life and we don't see or someone can be sharing something with us and we take it for granted. But I, I really do try to hear and not only just with my ears, but just kind of being all well-rounded about everything I'm experiencing in that moment with someone. So that way I can make sure I can check in with them if they're having those moments that maybe they don't feel like sharing. Um, I think sharing space with people is a way of of interacting. And like you said, in that story, you know, you never know what that person is experiencing and you definitely don't know, you know, the depths to which our mind can take us when we're already at our lowest moment. So um, I'm sorry, you know, of course, so from what you have had to experience recently, but I think that just shows like the awareness of where you are in your music. You can still pay it forward and, and share it, that light with others and to be able to help inspire people who are going through this right at this moment. So I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. That you say that. And you know, I'm here for you, like I told you. So like, if you have those moments and need those resources or, you know, someone to talk to, we're, we're definitely here. And Black Canvas, my listeners, you know, they definitely are, are very supportive as well and sharing, you know, love and support. Because this is, this is a tough time, especially during the holiday season. This can can spin anyone into a different direction and they were not used to. So just knowing that there are people who do care and listen can definitely help lift our spirits when we're at our lowest moment. So I really, really am very grateful that you share that because I think that's definitely. Go ahead, Jesse. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just a lot of, Oh, I'm no, it's my, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but it's a lot of truth. What you, I'm, I love what you're doing with your profession with um, being a counselor and just helping others. I think that's awesome that you're able to do that. Well, I appreciate you. I mean, it's, it's just people like you who just remind me of why we get up as counselors for any other counselors that are listening, why we get up every single day and we try to put on not only that, that cape for ourselves, but for others, because sometimes we have to check in ourselves emotionally to make sure we're in a stable place before ever entering into a session. So I love this podcast because we talk about real stuff. We talk about things that people are experiencing and we also can hopefully instill hope in those who may feel hopeless. And, you know, I always use the statement that I'm more concerned about having breakthroughs instead of breakdowns. So when we learn to break through some of those feelings or being able to share it with others, then we won't have to break down the way we once did. So that's that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And with your podcast, um, I just feel like it's it's raw uh, that people shouldn't be af- afraid to really talk about like what they're really going through. And it's just always nice to have someone to talk to, or just like if anyone if anyone ever came up to me and wanted to talk about that. I'm, you can't you can't shut those people down you can't you can't just shrug them off and say oh they're they're they have mental stuff going on or they're just sad you can't 
you just can't throw like push them to the side like that because that's exactly why they are the way um what what they're going to that's why they are where they are and so i just try to like i said treat everyone with utmost respect and be as kind as i can and we can tell that that's who you are and it resonates with when you talk and when you share so we thank you for sharing that for sure so i got a tough question for you so i'm going to kind of switch gears but this is one i think you can handle this one all right if you could choose one album that best describes your personality which album would you choose and which artist would you want to perform on that album okay so my that's a tough question <laughs> probably <laughs> one of the first albums i really caught fire to and really resonated with was a uh, handwritten by Sean Mendes his first EP ever put out um some of the songs were very minimal production and it was just real raw just him and his guitar I feel like that's what my songs sort of gravitate to is just me and my guitar um so yeah that's one that really really started it off for me was with Sean Mendes I'm watching him and listening to his music. I feel like I have a lot of, I'm not saying I'm as good as he is at all, but I just feel like I carry some of those qualities and some of those um, technicalities with me through his music that I carry through my music, just from being inspired by him and uh, who I could open for. Is that what the other, the other side of the question was? Oh, the the second part was what artists would you choose to sing on that album? Like you can choose any artist that would represent that album. Would you choose Sean or would you choose someone else that you would like to sing songs from handwritten? Oh man. Um, obviously Sean's an amazing, amazing artist, but I really, really love um, Tori Kelly actually. Um, Tori Kelly is a, she's an I, I got to stop you there. I got to stop you. <laughs> that is my favorite artist. And everybody who knows me, they know that I've literally almost, I, I can tell you at least about seven or eight podcasts. She's always on my list. I've seen her in concert twice. So she's amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, she performed really? in Arkansas. Yeah. And she's just, in Texas too. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. To be honest, she's kind of my, uh, my celebrity crush. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's amazing. Like I, when I tell you hearing her live, when she performed in Dallas, it was the first time I saw her was in Arkansas and I was sick as a dog. And so I was like literally trying to sing with the music and then I had to go outside. Sorry, um, guests, you know, listeners, but I had to throw up cause I was like so sick and I had food poisoning. And so the whole <laughs> while I'm like, singing oh, and no. going outside and singing and I was like this is not even a good concert because I'm missing like the majority of it so uh so I promised myself I said the next year if she performs again I'm definitely going to go wherever it is I'm going and so they had tickets on sale in Dallas and she was performing at a club and so I said you know what I'm going and so I ended up leaving work early that that day um going and I already told my job yeah. I was leaving. Like it, it was, it was, it was what it was. Like I was like, I'm gonna take my vacation time so I could see it. And when I tell you that was one of the best concerts <laughs> I've ever gone to. Like she jumped on the drums, she was playing the guitar, she was just like any and everything you could think of. 
she did she did songs from her ep songs from her album she did cover songs i mean i i've never been to a concert i stood up the entire time my legs felt like gumby by the end of it but it was fun <laughs> it's a fun experience i bet that's not a lot of fun <laughs> so tori kelly performing Shawn Mendes album. That's amazing. I mean, they actually are both great artists, so that would be really cool. Now that I'm thinking about it, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I would. <laughs> so, Tori Kelly, if you are listening, like, I want you on the podcast, <laughs> number one. And number two, <laughs> Jesse has a huge crush. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hit me up. <laughs> but she's she's kind of married, so I mean, I don't know how that's gonna work. But we go. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. Um, yeah, man. yeah, she's been married now for a while. Um, I can't remember the guy's. No, I don't remember his name. Oh, but wow. no, I'm I'm sorry, Jess. I, I had to burst your bubble. I didn't want you to kind of get in trouble. We come after you, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's All right, so Jess, yeah, I have was... another. Go ahead, Tori. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, just I really resonate with her as an artist too because, um, just her live voice. She doesn't even need any like production or mixing and mastering with her voice. Just the way it is. I mean, it's amazing how angelic her voice is. It's mm-hmm. incredible. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's proof, Jesse. You don't have to win a competition to be successful. I mean, she had tried out on a lot of different shows that she had done before. Then she was on American Idol. She didn't make it to the top 24 that year, but she released um, a lot of songs on YouTube. And then from there, like she became very popular. I remember her pretty young thing. Um, She did suit and tie by Justin Timberlake, like a lot of great covers. And then people started to, to resonate and take aim and say, Oh wow, this is somebody who I really need to look out for. And I mean, look at her now performing in movies, doing the movie sing and being able to sing her, her butt off, I mean, and just performing in many venues. And I mean, I'll never forget when she performed at the MTV Awards. Like that to me was like her breakthrough performance and and winning Grammys. I mean, Jesse, you, you're going to be there. I promise you that. Like, that's not a question. It's just you getting oh, the man, right people behind you. I really do see that happen. Man, that means so much to me that you say that thank you so much i mean i definitely believe if someone wants to do something you just got to go and do it i mean at a young age when i was 14 i got a guitar asked for a guitar for christmas and i just would sit up in my room for countless hours and put the time in and just teach myself how to play guitar and i would just put learn how to like go on and use different methods of singing um, just countless hours of just I feel I really feel like if you want something really badly and you're willing to put the time into it, you can do anything. That's true. That's most definitely true. Um, so I had a hard question for you, another one for you, Jesse. What's one piece of advice that you could give to your okay. younger self? And you get to choose the age. But what piece of advice would you give to your younger self if you could tell young Jesse anything? Oh, man. Um, that's actually kind of an easy one. Um, I could go back to when I was probably 13, 14, when I started teaching myself how to play guitar and doing music. I was very shy and um, 
was very shy and kept to myself about my music starting out. I would only really let my parents listen. Um, I would just tell my younger self to not really worry about what other people think. It doesn't matter. They're going to, people are going to like you. People are not, not going to be too fond of you regardless of what you do. So I would just tell my younger self to just go for it. Just play, do as much music as you can. Go play, go show other people your music. Cause I would only let my mom listen and my dad listen. And at one point my mom said, Hey, let's go put this post on a Facebook for your friends and family to see. So we ended up doing that and I ended up getting a lot of good feedback from it. And um, I'm sure if you find my mom on Facebook, you could find those old videos. <laughs> I don't think that they'd be too good, but I mean, <laughs> kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but yeah, just go back and tell myself, this is just a lesson for everyone listening. Um, if you're really like passionate about something and, really believe in what you're doing. Don't let what other people say or think deter you from achieving what you want to achieve. That's right, Jesse. And for our listeners, if they have any feedback issues, we're, we're sorry. The signal sometimes is going in and out, but it's all right. Cause you know what? That's because this interview is great and Jesse's doing well. So we apologize if there's any feedback issues, you guys, but I do want to share with about Jesse with him saying that is that, when we think of when we're younger and experiences that we have, one of the hardest things is when you look at where you are now and you kind of look like where the time has gone. And that was one of my biggest fears of writing books was like, I was like, no one's going to like this. I'm the only one that thinks this makes sense. And then when people started to come back to me and say, man, this helped change my life or this is something you wrote. If it feels like you're writing this about me, it just reminds me of like singer songwriters. They go through that same process when they're recording or when they're showing videos or they do Instagram lives. It's like you go back and you, you see the small things that maybe no one else saw. And even sometimes I listen back to some of my older podcasts by myself. I'm like, what was I on? Like, I didn't sound like, like I was as confident. And then I think it's with time and practice and you just start realizing, <laughs> Hey, you know what? Things are going to happen. And there's nothing you can do to change that. If you're being authentic, being true, you're helping someone that's the most important thing. And they'll catch that part of the podcast that means more to them. than if I'm putting on a character and being something I'm not or asking someone to, to do something that some, they're uncomfortable with. So I always try to, with each person that I invite, have a conversation with them before, talk to them, make them feel comfortable because this is their life that, that they're sharing. And so Jesse has been forthcoming and very open and honest. And I think that's what's the marking of a great artist is that you want someone that you feel a true, genuine connection with when they perform live or when you listen to their music. And so I think props to your mom and shout out to mom being able to see something and share and say, hey, let's just put it out there and let you get honest, constructive feedback on it. That way now when you do get feedback, you can kind of, you know, go through those, those motions, but in a positive way. Yeah, that's that's totally true. And I feel like this is an old saying, but I mean, you only live once. So you might as well make the best of it while you're here and do the things you love doing. And like I said, people are going to love you, hate you regardless. So I mean, just do what you love to do and just be genuine and be honest. That's like, that's what people want. And they feel connected to that. So I, that's what I try to always portray in my music and the way I kind of carry 
myself throughout my life. And um, I really want to get one of your books and read them. To be honest, I haven't. I need to go look at them. I need to go look some of them up. Well, I'm going to actually sing you the Kindle version of it. Once we get off this call, I'm going to sing you some stuff to read because I really, I, I think that you're, the way that you perform and sing, I think you'll be able to see in the writing. You'll be like, oh, I can see how that, that works in that context. And I think that that's the great thing. So yeah, I got you. I'm going to definitely send it to you. Um, but you guys, Jesse has done some really good music. So Jesse, can you tell us where can we find your music? And also, are you working on any new tracks today? Yeah, so um, you can find my music on any streaming platform. There is for music, um, Amazon Music, uh, Apple iTunes, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. I'm also got a YouTube. So yeah, just anywhere you listen to music, I'll be there. Um, yeah, and um, as far as new music, yeah, um, I got some. I got a new song coming out here in December, here pretty soon, early December. It's called "Hold On." It's about kind of well, when my cousin passed away. Um, honestly, to tell you the truth, that is probably one of the most fastest songs I've ever. It probably took me five minutes to write because I was just so deeply um, in my feelings and writing that it just came to me and song really means a lot to me it's in the it's in the late stages of production mixing and mastering right now but it will be out in december i'm so excited to hear that i want you to come back of course but i want you to be on the second podcast space between so i can get you to perform hopefully we can get exclusive live performance of the song on space between along with all the other songs you've done an amazing job performing we will definitely love to have you back to sing because i think that's what really the connection people are going to really understand why and how important your voice is and what we can learn from it so that would be amazing even if you closed out on that song i think that would be great because it, it kind of comes full circle of what you've gone through in your career thus far and what you're going to be looking forward to succeeding at um and suicide prevention month was just in September. And I think like, it's so important to kind of know um, what's going on in the world. And I think like you singing a song about holding on, I think it's great. Yeah. Thank you, man. The song really means a lot to me. And yeah, just like I said before, you never know what people are going through. You never know who is at any point. So yeah, I just try to be nice to ever just it's just a message for everyone is no matter no matter who it is if you don't you never really talk to them or you, you're not too fond of the person just always try and be nice to them you know and that's what and that Absolutely. and that's what kind of the song is about it's about um just about how everyday life can sometimes be a lot and it's song kind of portrays when I go into the course, it tells you that um, you're not alone. There's people that feel the same way. And there's people that, that love you and that are willing to help you at any, at any point that at any point when you're ready for help. Cause I know a lot of people that have go through depression and stuff, they might not be ready to be helped. And that's just one of the hard things about depression that you never know 
that might be too, they might push you away when you try to help them. And you just got to give them space because they may not be ready for you to go and help them, you know? That's true. That's so true. And I think like that goes into, you know, music, as I mentioned before, it's, it has a healing property to it, being able to, to heal yourself in that moment or be able to transcend to another, another dimension in your mind of this is what I need to hear in this moment to help me get through this, whatever the challenge might be. And that's what I think, like I said, with music, especially your music, um, I think you're going to start to see as you mature as a musician, when you start touring more and when you do start realizing the impact of your fans coming to you and saying, hey, Jesse, you really changed my life. I think that's when you're going to really start to go back and reread your lyrics and go back and listen to old tracks and say, oh, wow, I can't see a difference. And I know I've seen that in my counseling as well as writing like over the last couple of years, you're like, whoa, like I didn't think I could get to this level and where I am. But I feel like that's just a part of life when you really start going through your own challenges but also learning how to persevere throughout those experiences is where you make that genuine, true connection. So Jesse, I see a lot of great things in your future. I'm very grateful that not only you're a part of Black Canvas, but that I have to consider you to be a good friend that I'm still getting to know more about. And, and hopefully I can continue to share as much as your music with as many people as I can. Cause I know that, like I said, you just one step away from getting to where you know that you can be. And it's just other people recognizing and appreciating and sharing your talent. That's going to get you to the next level. And hopefully for listeners, it's the first time you're hearing about Jesse. Please look for his music, stream it, um, being able to share it on Facebook, on and being able to, to talk about it on Instagram, TikTok, whichever platform you guys like to use. We just want to make sure we support someone who deserves this love and respect and continue to help him as he moves forward in his career. Wow. Thank you so much for those kind words. No problem, Jesse. And so thank you so much, Jesse, for being a part of Black Canvas. I will definitely have you back soon. So we'll kind of work out our schedules in the next couple of weeks or so to get you on space between so that people can really hear what I've heard already and being able to really hear you sing live. Cause I think that's where I think people are going to really connect, but we really appreciate you being here on Black Canvas. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Well, I'm glad to have you here. And let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right. Thank you, Jesse, so much. And you and I will keep in touch. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.